Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, we're coming to you live from uh, the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios in New York City. Back home, of course. Home is more than a house, of course. It's a personal paradise. Get yours with Rocket Mortgage. Push button, get mortgage. Get your Rocket Mortgage on, Carver High. Our toll-free line, 855-212-4CBS, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news, you can save a bunch of money. Listen, all you have to do is go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. All you have to do is switch to GEICO. Believe me, you, you're going to love it. You're going to save money. Also, um, we're in Los Angeles for uh, Spence Porter, the welterweight championship of the world, a unification fight. Saturday at 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific, order now, live on pay-per-view, also available on the Fox Sports app. And I got to tell you, Carver, you have to admit, with Darrell, Benavides, and uh, some of the other names that we've talked about here, uh, Joseph Cito Lopez, um, I mean, there are some, uh, you know. Barrios. Barrios. There's some uh, great fighters on this card. Some violent fights. Yeah, even good, even the ghost. The, yeah, ghost. the ghost. Yeah, it's going to be a good uh, good card. Sounds like even the pre uh, the pre fight stuff on FS1 before they go to pay per view. Have you be, ever uh, Have you ever been uh, to see the ghost fight live? No, it's only my second fight. He's a really tough dude, man. He he brings it. He brings the lunch pail every time. I mean, he's no joke. Uh, How old's he now? Not a great, not the greatest fighter you ever seen, but I mean to tell you, this guy. He when he comes to fight, he means business. He is all about violence. He will fight you and hurt you. Nice. He, I've seen him lose several times, but uh, the guy will make you. You will be sore when you wake up the next day. You're gonna know you just had a war. That you had your hands full. So there are great uh, fights. We'll get the rundown of every fight again and give it to you here. But I got to tell you, um, some of them are just uh, really incredible. I don't know if you have the list over there. I didn't really see the list when I was in here. I was too busy freezing my ass off when I came in here. It is literally like, am I tripping when I told you it was like 60? It seems like it's 65 degrees no, in here. I wish I brought the jackets. It's so cold in here. I mean, it is unbelievable. This just has the pay-per-view fights. All right, so let's go to uh, Allen in Florida. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Scotty, love the show. I'm on the road delivering boats down in Florida on the other side of the world from you. But keep it up. Like I say, love the information, love the enthusiasm y'all bring every night. That's so great. I'm a, Listen, I'm a, regular, so, I'm a regular every night. Oh, man, I love you. I appreciate you so much, Al. Tell me about, uh, you, so you're delivering boats. Like, that's kick-ass. Like, I used to live in Boca, and, uh, and and I love Florida. As you know, I lived in Siesta Key as well. I love boats. I love that business down there. I used to always love just being at the dock and seeing all the great, you know, yachts and beautiful fishing boats and all the great vessels. What do you mean you deliver boats? I work for, I work for a boat manufacturer back in South Carolina. We go we go up and down the East Coast, and uh, 
I'm down uh, below Sarasota tonight. Right. Another guy's going to Daytona Beach area, and, and one guy's lucky enough he's going to Long Island, New York. So he'll get there about 4 in the morning. Wow, that's brutal. I'd rather be in Sarasota. I, like I said, I live there in Siesta Key. I think it's I think it's awesome down there. I'm glad you get to catch the show. That's awesome. We're on all over the uh, state of Florida. It's awesome. How do you listen to the show? Which which way do you listen to it? Through my phone. I'm listening to the uh, station back home. Uh, they oh, play that's great. Two, and uh, like I said, I listen to it through my phone. That's and, great. Uh, like I love it. I love it. I think it's great when people listen through the apps and through the uh, station apps and, and you know, radio.com and uh, Sirius XM app, the CBS Sports app, and Ask Alexa. All that stuff works. I always tell people, because uh, I get preempted so much by sports, play-by-play, that uh, the best way to listen is the phone and these apps. It's, it's, it's changed the radio business a lot. It, it's made it fantastic, I think, for everyone. You can hear the show all four hours on the, on the apps. And the other way, it's, it's, it, it can be very difficult these days. Yeah, but like I say, your show is always exciting. It's always good information. Uh, like I say, y'all, y'all tear it up every night. So uh, I'm a big fan. Like I say, y'all keep it up, and I enjoy it. And, and enjoy the West Coast, and uh, we'll we'll catch you on the flip side next next week. I'll be listening probably Monday night. All right, man. Thanks, Alan. I love you, dude. Cool. Uh, that's awesome. Andrew in Boston, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what's going on, Scott? Uh, hey, we've man. talked about hockey a bunch of times, and it's creeping up on that season right now. The pre-season I remember you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Always talking about the Bruins, and you know we're creeping up on the beginning of the season now, and it's it's come up faster than I thought because I am still not over how the Bruins uh, completely no showed a Game Seven of the Cup Final at home against St. Louis, a team they were better than, and should have won that series. But you know, St. Louis played Carver better. High, you don't agree with that? Well, I thought that both teams played well in the series. Right, but it was what a I, good series. But I know where Andrew's going to be going, and we say this every year when a new season starts: whoever lost in that Cup Final. It is so hard to get back to where you just were when you lost. Yeah. It's so tough. Brutal. When you lose that final. Now, difference between the Bruins and other teams in the past is the Bruins have a, a veteran squad, a lot of guys that have been there and done that. So might not be a big deal to them, but when you lose a seventh game in a Stanley Cup final in your own building, that's you, tough to are you come willing, back from. Are you willing to, and I know Andrew doesn't want to hear this, but are you willing to – believe and i know you don't like them either but do you believe that toronto could actually finally get over the hump and beat them i mean they could both are really good teams they're both excellent do you teams. think it, at some point I they finally see, break the ice and but, beat them but i still need to see toronto you know do the things that they have not done i don't think that they're that strong between the pipes or, or defense do you think that it, uh that uh austin matthews will play with his pants around his ankles jeez oh, wow. <laughs> Do you think he'll play the season with his pants down there? I mean, the Bruins, he, he's been dropping his pants a lot lately. Bruins, Leafs, and Lightning are once again going to be the three best teams in that division. In that Bruins, division. Leafs, Toronto, and Lightning. They, they're going to be. Andrew? Yeah, I mean, Toronto, they added Tyson Berry, but that's more of what yeah. they already have. You know, a lot of offensive skill. Until they get one or two, you know, more shutdown defensemen that, you know, uh, covers up for some of their weaknesses. I'm still not going to be fully afraid of Toronto, but I do love the Bruins this year. Even coming off the the Cup hangover and losing, 
they have all their guys locked up long term. And my main, my main point about the Bruins is that all of their guys are taking less to stay in Boston. And I feel like that's very rare in pro sports where a collective group of guys on the same. No, team, I think it's stupid. I mean, is it? If you were their agent, you know, if you're the yeah, agent. Yeah, if I was their agent, agent, I'd be like, what are you doing? Like, this isn't like, what are we going to make some brownies and, and chocolate chip cookies for them in the morning? Honestly, because it's simple. And, and, and listen, no matter what you say, I get it. They all want to play in Boston. But if you don't take the most money <laughs> that you're afforded or able to get on the table, then you're just stupid. I don't care who you are, like hometown. Listen, this hometown discount stuff is for that's for sissies. But, but you have to I don't buy into any of that. Andrew, nonsense. I know it sounds and it is very team friendly right now, but you need to remember, guys like McAvoy and these other guys, they just signed basically three year bridge deals. I mean, Carlo, I know, know Carlo. You know, it looks nice in terms of the AAV. Yes, they're not going to make as much money as they would technically get on the open market, but it also means that three years from now they're due to cash in again. They didn't sign one of these six, seven-year deals like these other guys are. Right, all all these guys signed seven and eight-year deals. So, yeah, they gave you a break, but they also gave themselves a a chance three years from now to really cash in big time. Somewhere else. Right. Uh, Or there. So there's no denying at all from any of us here that they're a good team. Uh, You know, we're fully locked in on that. Uh, We're aware. They are good. I I think there's some credence in what uh, Carver High is saying about their – the. You know, when you lose a, a tough series, like, look, San Jose, remember when the Penguins beat them? What happened to them? When the Penguins beat the Nashville the next year, back-to-back, what happened to them? They have never, ever been the same since. Vegas I don't care what you said. Vegas, Vegas the boom. Now, out in the first round. now, Vegas got shafted. I right, actually right. think Listen, Vegas is a better team than what they did in the playoffs. Are, and I think that they could be a favorite in the Western Conference. They, they got shafted. That was a terrible call. But, you know, they still lost. But they lost. Yeah, it is, it what, is it what it is. is. But they but they got shafted. They didn't have to give up four power play goals in that. Play. I actually it's... do not. But I agree. I do not believe that they're a, a, a team that is going to fall off any further than what they did. They went from the Stanley Cup final to losing in the first round. I believe they go deep this year yeah. into the Western. I think they make at least the Western semis. They're a really good team. Uh, they bring back a really good team. Loaded. And they are going to be just fine. Now, I'll, I'll give you, if Fleury is healthy, because right. he, well, he's getting older, that's, yeah, that's if he's right. healthy, but I, beyond him, I'm not buying their goaltending and anything else. Well, most teams, if, you, you know, if your top Lose guy, your top gets, guy. Uh, gets unhealthy, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. Well, you seem to not think that you're losing Leonard, you told me the other night, doesn't phase you. Well, it's But you're worried about the guy's injuries. Well, Varlamov has had an injury history. There's no doubt about that. But I think that with the style and the system that they play and the goaltending guru and all that stuff, I don't think there's going to be that big a drop-off for the Islanders from Leonard to Varlamov, as long as Varlamov stays healthy. He has to stay healthy to do that. But I've already seen everybody thinks the Islanders are going to be like 20 points worse this year. I mean, USA Today had their hockey preview today. They had 82 points. I mean, they had 103 last year. You really think the Islanders bring the same team back? No way. They're going to be 20 points worse? And who, Come on. who said that? USA Today had their hockey preview. Well, who's their hockey I don't know. I, I don't know who it was, but they had a big graphic, 82 Please. points. Well, we're going to have – are we going to have uh, – Jonathan Davis. He's coming tomorrow. Serious NHL Radio is coming by here tomorrow night. He's going to hang out. Isn't he the lead singer of Corn? He's also the guy, if you remember, we had him on a couple times, <laughs> that he used to write for Penthouse. Remember, so he had some of those stories. He used to write for Penthouse. Did he write a story about me in Penthouse? Maybe. I've been in Penthouse. I know they did. We'll have plenty of time to chat with him about it tomorrow. Listen, (laughs) I have have quite a history with Penthouse. 
they've done features on me, uh, huge spreads on me, and then I've, you know, as you know, uh, most of the the girls in Penthouse have wanted, you know, to sleep with me. <laughs> so we got him coming by. Aaron Torres coming by tomorrow night too. We got a big a show, big party tomorrow night in here. It's very big. Or I should say upstairs. We're not going to be in here. Uh, do we have to pay to come into this room? I don't know. Uh, Steve in Seattle, shake it up, buddy. Get him, Scotty. What's happening? Oh, man, I was just enjoying a night of uh, football. It was a pretty exciting game, I thought, uh, right. considering I'm a Seahawks fan. But it was still fun. I, I didn't expect Philly to win, but, hey, they're they're a good team, obviously. I'm excited for tomorrow night uh, football, Scotty. We got Penn State visiting uh, Maryland and then Arizona State visiting uh California. I think those could be two good games. Uh yeah, the uh, Arizona State Cal game I'm 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 totally in on. We I talked think, to the quarterback. I think Penn State hammers Maryland. They like that. Hammers them. So they're big, playing Penn State's playing Penn State them in Maryland. College Park. Yeah, big Penn State win tomorrow night. Really? Uh so who do you like in that Arizona State Cal game, uh, Steve? I have to say Cal because they're at home and uh, they got a good defense and a, and a decent quarterback. You know, again, I watched them beat my Huskies, so I think uh, their four and zero record is no uh, total fluke. And uh, I would say I would think Cal is the favorite in that one. Wow, they've been. Uh, you know, you know what worries me about them. I got to be honest, is that like the Packers tonight, that they were undefeated. Everybody thinks that they're just going to win every game they play, and then they lose. And then the other, you know, the uh, Cows four and zero, and everybody's jumping on them now. We jumped on them. I'm talking to the quarterback the other night, and uh, everybody's excited about them. They're playing at home. Burglar, everything's lined up perfectly. They they should win, the, and then they'll they'll stumble. Look, we we've talked about this a lot with the Pac-12. All these teams look to be improved, whether it be Cal. Arizona State looks a little bit better than people thought. UCLA kind of showed up for the first time last week in the huge comeback against Washington State. I think that these Pac-12 teams are going to wash each other out. Yeah, you said they're, before they're gonna, that they're, they're going to eat each other. Like, I don't think there's going to be a one or a no-loss team in the Pac-12. I think they're all going to have, you know, the best teams will have two or three losses because they're going to beat each other up. Yeah, I believe that. Um all right, Steve, good hearing from you, brother. Uh, 855-212-4227 to get on the bench from Los Angeles. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All right, we're back in uh, Los Angeles. And uh, we're getting ready for this uh, big uh, fight card on Saturday here on uh, Fox pay-per-view. I have to tell you, uh, tomorrow's the weigh-in right here at 11 a.m. Yes. I can handle that because usually they have it like in the Somewhere casino. Or somewhere else, or last time when Mafia and I were here. Do you remember that? We walked two mi- like two miles to go to that weigh-in, and I was like, I think I have blisters on my feet at this point. Yeah, a mile and, we and got down. Staples. It was really, we They're walked a back. long way. Do you remember? I do remember. And then it was cool and everything, but the, the thing is is that they wheel them out there, they weigh in, and then they leave. They don't do interviews. They don't do anything. Right. They're not interested. These guys, they act all badass when they come in here for the weigh-ins. I've always felt like... Uh, this is just me. I think the weigh-in is, is ridiculous. I, I think it's the most ridiculous waste of time ever because we already know. I get it. They have to make weight. Fine. I think they should, in my opinion, just get it over with, do the weigh-in, you know, behind the scenes. The Both fighters make the fight, wait, and then you're off and running. I don't like all this uh, 
It's it's a lot of hype oh, for nothing. Something else to watch. That's all it is. But it's but it's they wor- want you to watch. But it's worthless. It's worthless. There's it's absolutely nothing entertaining about it at all. Watching some guy drop his pants the and get on a spectacle they made of it of the Mayweather McGregor one. I mean, it that was, was ridiculous. Like a rock concert. Well, I, first of all, I thought that the five press conferences for that was the most well, overdone piece of meat I've ever had in every, my life. Every part of the world they it, went to. It was terrible. L. A. New York. It was Toronto, so London. phony. That it's not even funny. now you know that those guys are like friends now. Oh sure, because they friends. That was a setup from the start. It was a setup. Those they, two got it. Those two before that. Fight, they fleeced six everyone. months before. They said, "Here's what we're gonna do, mate." And they got together in a little in a little basement somewhere. Right. His team and, and his team, and they said, "Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna act like we absolutely hate each other for the next six months. We're gonna sell the you know what out of this fight." And then we're all going to be friends after and drink my whiskey when we're done. Right. That's what they did. But then and it worked. But then money said your whiskey tastes like water. Right. And well, it's not good. And then that was the, those were fighting words. But they don't. I, I think they're friends now because they made so much money. Of course they are. But you know McGregor wants a piece of that again. Oh, that's why when when it's time for the another cash cow, they'll get together in the room again and say, there "Okay, is, you ready? Okay." No, no. There is no way on the face of the earth. I guarantee you that will never happen again. They will never put those two in the ring together again. It will never happen. I think that it's That time. was a terrible fight, and I don't want to hear it from you. Terrible. And I'll tell you what. He does not deserve to be in the same room with him, let alone in a ring. It was a, it was a terrible mismatch, and it was, a, it was a fraud. That whole thing was a fleecing of the public. It was BS, and I, and I want to cuss so bad right now, I can't Listen, even tell you. As far you. as it goes with Floyd, if he is going to fight again, he better figure out soon because there's going to be money to be made with Pacquiao if he wants to fight him again. There's Listen, money to be made right the now. fight that I want to see right now, I just talked to you about it. What did I say? You said that you want to see Mikey fight Pacquiao. That's right. That's exactly the fight I want to see, and I believe that fight is going to happen without a doubt. Mikey Garcia is going to fight Manny Pacquiao. Pacquiao I, thinks it'll be an easy win. Well, first of all, Pacquiao's a welterweight. The other guy, you know, has already tried to fight a welterweight and got his ass beat. But I think, in my opinion, uh, frankly, I think that Pacquiao's a, a small welterweight. You know what I mean? Right. And I think he that's a perfect fight for Mikey Garcia. If he wants to go up and wait to fight Pacquiao, I think it's like Pacquiao's tiny. Yeah. I think that's a perfect fight. And I actually believe without a doubt uh, in my mind, that'll be the end of Pacquiao. I believe that I believe that Mikey Garcia Mikey will beat him. Oh yeah. I think he'll beat him easily. Uh, not easily, but I think he'll beat him. It will not be easy because Pacquiao means business, but I mean, I thought Thurman would beat him too, but I bet on Pacquiao, and I, I still believe Pacquiao is a good fighter, but I think Mikey uh, is actually now uh, a great fighter. And I think that Mikey bit off more than he could chew when he fought Spence. And that was a bad night. I was there. I told you, Mafia, uh, who who went to that fight with me? Mafia? So I, I don't remember. I lose track of all these things. I just know that uh, Mafia, you... Who did you sit with at that fight? You didn't sit with me because I sat with the girls and I had three bowls of popcorn. Remember, I, I went Dallas, over to yeah, Dallas. I was with uh, my fiance. Oh, that's right. You went to the. Uh, you went with uh, Chris to the uh, to Dallas. She came with you, and you guys sat somewhere else together. Yeah. So instead of me sitting with you and leaving her in the lurch, I sat out with her in the. Uh, right. Kind of I right went. The end zone I, but but I. But, right. But I partied with you guys before yeah, the fight. We, we all hung out. out with everyone. Yeah. So we went to the fight together. We just sat in different seats. Right. And I, you, but you have to admit that that was a crappy fight. Well, the fight was terrible. The whole card was terrible because every one of them was just someone kicking someone's ass. There was no 
drama. There wasn't like down to the scorecards. You don't who know who won it. There wasn't back and forth. There was just domination by one side the whole time we're there. All right, Abe in Oregon. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Pharrell. Uh, so a couple things. First off, I want to say I'm a big fan. Uh, I have always appreciated your commentary on Drake's antics. Oh, um, uh, thanks. Yeah, very, very, very funny to me. Um, just because you kind of tell it like it is, honestly, and I and I appreciate that. It's real, um, so that's good. But you know, I gotta say, man, I kind of got a bone to pick with you. Just hearing you talk about Oregon fans, hearing you talk about the Ducks, and you're talking about them like, like, uh, like they haven't had some accomplishments over the last ten to fifteen years. When yeah, in reality. Yeah. I don't really, I don't remember ever treating Oregon uh, Ducks uh, fans or team badly on the air, to be honest with you, because I think, you know, I've said over the years a million times, I don't even know what you're talking about, because over the years I've always loved Outson, and I think it's a great football program. I just told you that, uh, you know, I think some of the things I've said recently maybe are that I think, you know, Mario Cristobal, it's, you know, I've said that Kelly was better. It's just that simple. There's no questions asked. I, I think, you know, Oregon has had a great football program, and I think that it's, you know, Washington and Oregon, in my view, should have been the two best teams in the Pac-12 this year with, with Utah being the other. And then, you know, I still think they're a good team. I think I think Herbert's a good quarterback. Uh, I think he's a little bit overrated in college football that he's this great quarterback that is going to be the, you know, top first round quarterback. I just don't think he's that good. Um, you know, to be honest with you, he reminds me of to, just to be honest, he reminds me of drew lock. I mean, he's just overrated. And, and, you know, you're going to give me this guy that is like, uh, they're going to pay him, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars in the NFL. He's just not worth it. I, you know, what has he done at Oregon besides being a hometown kid from Eugene or whatever? That's, you know, it's a feel good story. It's fantastic. I think he's a good quarterback. Do not get me wrong. I think he's good, but I definitely do not believe he's great. He's not a great quarterback at this point. Now, I'm not saying he couldn't become or evolve because, you know, Brady evolved into greatness. So anyone can evolve if they work hard enough. I believe if, if Justin works, you know, like beyond reproach, works that hard, like significant amount of work, I think he needs a lot of work to be great. And, I, I you know, Carver, I, you can't even argue it. I think he's a good quarterback. He's definitely not a great quarterback. And Oregon football has declined – in the last several years, it's declined since Chip Kelly left. That's right. Let's be honest. You be can't fair. even you can't even argue it, Abe. Well, look, man, I understand your point in saying that they've declined. That is true. Um, they're they're definitely on the on the uprise as of lately. Um, but as for your saying, Herbert, I get your point there too. What is he right? He doesn't have a big bowl win. Um, you know, they had nine wins last year, which is better than they've had in, in three or four years, right? And Kelly did take that program to basically the highest heights it's ever seen. Um, and, and so I, I think, think if you if you win ten games now in college football, you're considered legit. Like no Kelly joke. Did, and Kelly did that every year. He now. did it every year. You're not winning ten games now, so there's really no point in even discussing. And the only Oregon quote unquote bashing that's been done here in like the last couple of weeks is we had a gentleman call a week or two ago saying that. If they ran the table, they'd be in the playoff, and I'm sorry. That's just not the Not case. happening. A one-loss Pac-12 team is not making the playoff. I don't care who you are. You lost to Auburn. That's it. It's over. 
They will put. Well, you're not a, running the table anyway in the Pac-12. They'll put two one-loss SEC teams well, in it faster than you will. can spit. They put a one-loss Big Ten team in. They put a one-loss Big Twelve team in before. Right. Pac-12 needs to go undefeated to get and into the and, college football playoff. It's not going to happen. Now listen, there's no arguing uh, that they've got a good football program there. Well, of course it's a, they do. It's a really good program. But it's, it's not a, like it was when Kelly was it's there. It's a great place to go to college. It's a great town. It's a great stadium. It's a great program. It really is. But at the end of the day, they've been fairly, you know, fair to Midland. You know, just fairly average. You know, there's nothing spectacular going on these days in Eugene with the football program. And that's just all there is to it. And, you know, they've gone through some, you know, dr- drastic coaching changes. Like one day it's Taggart, the next day it's Cristobal. You know, they've spun around a little bit, right? So let's not get carried away about Oregon, okay? I think they, it's, you know, I would go play college football there if I was a kid. You know, certainly anyone from Oregon, anyone in the Pacific Northwest, anyone in Northern California, even Southern California, I would go there and play. It's no different than the kid we had on from Cal the other night, Garbers or whatever, that went from Newport Beach up to Berkeley. You know, if you're going to be a West Coast kid, I'd go to play football there. It's a fantastic place. But let's calm down that, you know, it's some incredible, you know, amazing program because it just isn't. It was top five every year when Kelly was there. It was the end, and it's not anymore. It's just just not. the way that it is. I think the kid's got a huge upside, but I'm not going to sit here and act like he's some great quarterback. He's never been great at Oregon. He's been – you know what he is? He's a local kid that everyone loves and adores, and that's as good as it gets, and it's fine, and everybody should hug and kiss and feel good about themselves. That's all it is. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Blunts, uh, you got it figured out. What's funny is is that – and you can can come in here, Blunts, and just remember, don't swear. So I actually drink this garbage really so i buy these i thought you were gonna be upset with me no i buy them uh, and um i just want to move that closer to you so i buy them at the store and uh when i go out to dinner i i drink them the perriers i don't i like them i was about to pitch a fit at the store because i'm like this is all you have and in my head i'm going he's gonna be so mad at me he's telling me to bring drinks no i like it so i don't drink uh you know uh soda anymore and i don't drink anything no I had to quit drinking soda and coffee creamer because uh, they told me uh, when I had surgery on my uh, derriere. Which uh, time? Two months ago. Well, I've had I've had ten of them, <laughs> but I had one. I have it every two years, so I had to do it, or every three years, and so I had it. And when I did it, my my blood work came back, and they said that I was uh, pre-diabetic. So I was at six, six point four. You're diabetic. So the guy's like, bro, you're through the roof. He goes, what are you, what are you doing? Because you, you look like an athlete. Your body, you have no, you're, you're not fat. You're, you're, you're just, uh, you look like you're in great shape for a 54 year old guy. What, what is it that you're eating? So I told him, and I go, I go, yeah. Listen, Doc, um, I eat a frozen dinner every night for 25 years. He's like, <laughs> well, that's like a pile of salt, is what that is, and it's just salt and carbs and fat and disgusting. And, and I go, I love it. Remember all the fried stuff we used to get over at right. Hurley's? Hurley's. And then, and then he said, well, that can't be it. And he goes, that, that's bad, but you, you can't eat that. He goes, it's terrible. for It's just processed crap. And then he goes, well, what do you drink? I go, I drink about 20 sodas a week. And he goes, oh, my God. He goes, you can't drink soda. And he goes, what else? I go, I drink uh, probably 20 
coffees a day with creamer, <laughs> with like double caramel creamer. I just pour it in. And then he goes, what else? I go, I go to Starbucks and I get a triple caramel macchiato with five extra pumps. I give the guy like five bucks <laughs> and I drink like a, it's like a mudslide of caramel. And he goes, what else? I go, I go to Dairy Queen and I eat caramel sundaes. And he goes, well, how much caramel? I go, there's barely any ice cream. <laughs> it's all caramel. And he goes, listen, this is what he said to me. He goes, He's, this guy's 70 years old. He goes, listen, you're going to die if you keep this up. He goes, you're going to drop dead. He goes, you cannot put all that in your body. And he goes, why do you think you have uh, 10 you know, ass surgeries? And I go, well, I do have tremendous activity in the, in the men's <laughs> header. I go, I, I can go five, ten times a day. I've already gone literally today, just so you know. I guess I have a travel problem. Whenever you go away, this is an issue. So what happens is when I get on an airplane, I, the pressure does something to me. So it's clear that I have an issue because when I land, no matter where I go, the doctor tells me I have to take the Pepto-Bismol when I am in the air still. I have to take it like an hour before I land, and then it'll, it'll control it. Wrong again, Doc. <laughs> so I landed today. I've gone like six times. Now, do you six times. Have to go as soon as you get off the, the plane. Min- the or? minute, well, like the minute I get to the hotel, it's on. Okay. I, was say, I can barely make it. Use an airport bathroom. No, I, I can barely work. make it to the hotel. Then I go, and then I went, and then I went like two more times. Then I went and worked out. Went another time. Then I took a nap. I woke up. I do. I went twice again. I've already gone seven times in in four hours, and that's just not right. So he said the reason why you do all that is because of your diet. You're, you're eating all that crap and it just uh, it just comes out constantly. You're just constantly going to the bathroom because your body doesn't want it. You're it rejects it. still having these issues now? That I'm still having. Well, diet? no. So I changed my diet. I quit drinking soda. I quit drinking cream. The flying issues, I mean. Are you still having it? I had it today. That's not good. So it's not good. But I have... Uh, so today I took three giant double... I, I do these uh, giant horse pills. Uh... Pepto-Bismol has these double, they're double shots. They're, one of them is worth two. And so uh, I did, I've done three of them today already. You're only supposed to do four in one day. I've already done three. Now, since I did the third one, it shut down. I'm, I'm stopped now. It's nice. over. But it's, I shouldn't have to take five. Or, that's, like, that's like three is like six. So I, I've done six Pepto tablets today just to, just to not sit on the toilet all night. So my thing is... When I stopped eating all the junk and drinking the sodas and drinking the creamer, my whole life changed. You look like great, by the way. T- I lost ten pounds. I'm better than ever. My uh, my health, my work, my workouts, my basketball, everything's better. But my uh, my life sucks completely because I have no, absolutely zero joy. I'm like a femme drinking Perrier and lime. Like how pathetic is that? Like it is so. I'm, I'm I become my grandpa. Forget about my dad. <laughs> I passed my my dad up and went right to my grandpa. I'm like femming out drinking Perrier and lime. Like th- what I wouldn't give right now to just suck down 15 Heinekens and smoke a fatty. I mean, you you know how bad I want to do that. But I don't. So um, the moral of the story is this took about 11 minutes. Carver High has been telling me to spread it out tonight is that um, he, he just said. The mor- I, keep, I keep pointing at the screen. I know. But I the moral of the story is, is that Carver High has said, stretch it out and you're going to die. <laughs> well, so, yeah, but this happens every trip. So this is common practice now. You know. Well, you, you should see me, dude. I'm popping pills like, a, like I'm a fiend over here. It I goes take, on when you travel with your family and stuff, too? Everywhere. Man, it's, awful. it's awful. It's awful. It's just awful. It's it's literally killing me. Meanwhile, I work out seven days a week. I'm you look great. great. I'm in great shape. I'm not shape. even blowing smoke. You look awesome, dude. I, mean, I haven't seen you in about a year and a half. I know. I, great. I feel great, but I'm uh, I'm not. Like, I have, <laughs> obviously, I have some stomach issues. I have stomach problems. 
And, and I'm 54 years old, and I guess I deserve it with all the things I put in my stomach. Right. I mean, uh, you know, the 10 years of math was probably. Are we on the air? <laughs> Check one, two. Uh, by the way, the new, <laughs> the new El Camino movie's coming out soon. That's about meth, too, I think. That's the uh, Breaking Bad oh, spinoff yeah. movie. It's going to be on Netflix. Uh, Carver High's just, he's a mess. He's like a program director right now. Look at him. He's devastated <laughs> yes. at the topic of conversation. He goes, this is like the 57th time in two years that I've spent like at least a half an hour talking about my arse. Honestly. And he just hates it. Look you should at have him. been there for the first one when you had that <laughs> that ring you had to sit on. <laughs> the, the, the bubble ring? Yes. The, it was like a balloon? And we were driving through Jersey City hitting every pothole. Oh, I had the was... worst. Do you remember how bad it was? Oh, I had to lay man. sideways in the back of the car. <laughs> Weren't you my limo driver? That was. was great. <laughs> Blunts was driving me around in a limo for a living, and I was in the back seat laying sideways smoking just massive hits of Reaver and Carver. I was like, hey, I just do not support any of this conversation at all. Can we talk about the Islanders? Uh, Don in Cleveland. That's all he wants to talk about ever is the, the stupid Islanders. I love him, though. I love Carver High, but his, his stupid-ass hockey team, he, you know, he won't even admit. Like, look at him. He's a, such a liar. He won't even admit that he loves the it's, hockey team more than his family. What a wuss. It's a job now. It's not. You're so full of Shaq. You're it's so full job. of Shaq. Listen, I have made it clear over the years that I that the Penguins, they mean more to me than my family. I mean, let's just stop. I believe that. Don, go ahead. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Scotty? How you doing, bro? Hey, dude. So uh, what was Carver High's uh, impression of L.A. so far? Well, you know, I think his, uh, for me, his impression is it's like a giant, like, you know, 25-ounce beer, ice cold with a frozen mug. And, you know, that's pretty much happiness for him. So if he had a giant, cold, frothy, iced mug of beer, that would be his impression of Los Angeles because this is his first time in Lipstick City. You like it, right? So yeah, far. no, it's cool. I gotta, I, I'll have a better report probably after the weekend because I'm going to move around a little bit. I'm going to go see somebody tomorrow probably after the show and um, maybe see a little bit more of the town other than just this complex that we're in right here. But, um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. But it is a magnificent complex. It is, oh, well, this place we're staying is unbelievable. I mean, I could do without the 70th floor lobby. I could do without that. But, right. But you know. And then you didn't like the lady uh, selling Jesus down on the corner today? <laughs> yeah, that's all right. That, that is what it is. <laughs> that happens everywhere. You get that everywhere. Uh, what did I yell? I forget. Well, you'll remember it now. I yelled Mark Jackson. All I heard was Jesus. And I went, is that Mark Jackson over there? It was some Asian lady <laughs> selling handing out flyers. <laughs> so was going into Chick-fil-A. Uh, Don, what did you want to say about the AFC North? No, I think uh, if the Browns win on uh, on Sunday against the Ravens and, and, you know, your Steelers win or even Cincy, I mean, you're looking at a game back after four games, so – I think I think anything's up in the air at this point. Oh, without a doubt. I, I said uh, the same thing in, in not so many words, just that this is a huge game for them. If they can win in Baltimore, uh, that they will be right in it. And uh, would have a great – I've even said that, listen, at the end of the day, they're going to be – the Ravens and Browns will be in, I think, the last three weeks playing for that division. 
at the end of the season. I'm not giving out awards in, uh, you know, September. I mean, I'm just not doing it. I'm not giving out divisions and, and, and playoff spots and, uh, you know, divisional semi, you know, seedings and, and conference finals. I'm not doing that. I, that is just for idiots. You're not going to do that in week three? I, at week three, guys are <laughs> crowning champions, you stupid ass. Honest to God. Uh so we have a uh, – we got another hour from here, right, Garber? Hi. How are you going to make it to the finish line without having a beer? We're going to try. Jesus. Got to be – you're under a tremendous strain. Now, I have to ask you one last question. It's like 50 degrees in here. Are you going to make it? it? Do is, you have – I wish I brought the jackets this trip. You got a little – you got a little – It's you, cold. Oh. I mean, there is some serious frostbite going on in here. I got no shoes on either, and I'm not wearing any underpants. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.